Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 38, weekend edition, and it is for the week of December 23rd, 2018. It's almost Christmas. It yep. is almost Christmas. Yeah, light week there. Yeah, and uh, I, I will go and say right away, we had talked a lot of nonsense last week on the weekend edition that we were going to have the podcast up on Saturday. I don't know that that's ever going to happen. I think yeah. Sunday night will be the usual night that it goes up. gets in the way. Yeah, I, I usually think, oh, we don't have that much to record. I'll be done at 7.30, and then I can yeah. get it. Yeah, we, we didn't get done until after 11 last yeah. night. So My drinking habits don't help either. Yeah, I mean, no, no, <laughs> and that's the thing. And it's, it'd be the worst for me to try to get a hold of you at 12.30 on a Saturday yeah. and say, hey, uh, you want to do it now? So I think that it's best that we do it on a Sunday. It may come out a little earlier than this week once football season's over. That that may free some things up for us oh, to yeah, maybe definitely. do it by noon Especially or something. Like that. List, my team, yeah, I yeah, really. And my team is struggling, uh, you know, on the hair, uh, skin of their teeth to get yep. in. So we shall see. My team being the world champs, Philadelphia Eagles, by the way. I just wanted to throw that out so everybody knows and can be jealous. But yes, we are here for episode 38. And I want to start this off by telling you if you want to send an email, we are going to read email on this podcast. We don't have any this week. We are no emails, but email list. Yeah, email list. But if you I'm Everyone's afraid emails. we're going to dox them. Yeah, yeah, we're not doxing anyone, and <laughs> and we don't make fun of people either. We have fun with the mail. But really, the only person I make fun of mailing is you, Brandon. So yep. you are on the podcast, so I can't make fun of that. Grandfathered in. Yeah, yeah. So you can email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. Uh, and we will read anything, uh, bad, good, indifferent. Uh, it doesn't matter to us. We will read it. Also, you can find us on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. And we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, everywhere where you can listen to a podcast. And if you do listen and like it and you care to leave a review or a rating, That'd be great. We would really appreciate that, though we never beg or make you do that. But we're going to start the podcast tonight with a little news and a quick news item. I, I have to get a hold of Dancing Mike. We need a news song to to have on yep. this. Uh, this we're we're Second also version. yeah we're songless here as well. But Thank it for is Jim in the Marvel news. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it'll be. And then he could end with and Brandon's there too. It'll be great. Yep. Marvel's Exiles writer confirms series ending. Exiles writer Saladin Ahmed has confirmed that the title will end with January's number 12. And the Exiles book is something I've never read. I've never no, even looked at it. Either. Now, this week, I have been on a binge of the Runaways, the Runaway series starting from Brian K. Vaughn's early ones, the originals oh, the original. up until yeah. up until now. I'm working my way up until now, and it is one of the best books I've ever read. It yeah. is awesome. That's I love work. it. And uh, with that, when I saw the Exiles, I don't know if it's because Runaways kind of Exiles. Oh, this yeah. might be. I I was kind of thinking the team maybe is crazy too. It's yeah. like a crazy group of characters. So I was thinking of maybe that would be something I would check into later. Uh, but after I had done this news item on our Patreon, and I'll spell that out too. If you wanted to support us and get a lot of other comic shows, you can go over to our Patreon, check it out at patreon.com/slash weirdscience. Uh, that has DC stuff mainly, but also a lot of 
of other just general comic stuff. Now, when I mentioned this on the news, I said, oh, man, you know, Exiles is ending. I've never read it. I, I'm waiting. Hey, if anybody's read it, let me know. I have not gotten any anything good about it I, I have not words, heard yeah. anything and in fact words, it's worse positive ones, yeah, no yeah. it's worse than even like oh yeah uh, it's okay it's basically i've gotten four people say to me almost the exact same thing you're lucky you never read it that, and to me <laughs> that is worse than just like eh, it's okay or it's bad yeah. it's almost as if my life is better for not having that book in it and it, it really shocked me. Knowing it never existed. Yeah, it, it actually shocked me. So, it, hey, it lasts 12 issues, so whatever. But he said some sad news. Exiles number 12 be the last issue of our run, Ahmed said, to, along with his favorite pages. He tweeted a bunch of pages from the series. It's not unexpected. This was a bizarre book that was always living on borrowed time. I'm just thankful Javier uh, Rodriguez and I, with the rest of the crew, got to make something unique. And that final issue, Exiles number 12, is due out January 30th, 2019. So I, I'm not even sure how that played out because we have the March solicits just came out. So I'm not even sure did uh, no solicit come out for February. And now with the March ones coming out, then they're like, yeah, you may have noticed, you know, because you would have noticed this by now. Right. It's it already would have been not solicited. So it's done. I probably will never read it unless somebody I'm no. telling you, somebody can email us in and, and say that it's their favorite book and I'll give it a shot. I, I will. Dino. He, I know he, there's he, like a Batmite type Wolverine character. OK, really? That's about all I can yeah, tell you, you about go. the series. Like a chibi type uh, Wolverine type. Yeah, deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's I don't know. You have me intrigued. Looking. You have yeah, I'm intrigued now. Like Dino said for me to read that Weapon Hex, and I was like, I'm in. So yeah, yeah, if anybody wants to, including maybe Exiles is Dino's favorite book. I know. See, I'm egging Dino on to mail in. That's what I'm doing since we didn't have any mail. Yes, that it's the best thing ever. I, I don't know that he would say that, but we're going to go on with the books now, and we have four books. We're going to be talking about Defenders, Best Defense number one, Killmonger number two, Black Panther versus Deadpool number three, and then. And with Dead Man Logan number two. But we're going to start with, obviously, Defenders Best Defense number one. And this, yeah, yeah, it's tough. And <laughs> now I've read it multiple times. I have reread the issues going up to this. And the funny thing is, uh. is how we usually do. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I have gone through the series now. And I, some things have opened up in my mind and some things have closed. But uh, we usually do words yeah. <laughs> to, to start this out. And I said the thing, and you said too, that the little recap page at the beginning of this Defenders book yeah, Defenders actually tells especially. you more about the series coming into now and, and info – uh, that it actually, we were impressed by it a bit, saying, oh man, you know, you could just read that and you would have learned more than we did reading four other issues. <laughs> so I said, you know what, from now on, why not, instead of us making up these blurbs and like, I thought that this was that and the other thing, I said, from now on, we will read the the recap page because that that does sum up the series it can kind of get people if they're not reading it up to speed before we go into this book so i'm going to start with this the defenders the best defense number one dr strange from earth's cataclysmic future burned out his physical body to throw an astral form back in time to contact the immortal hulk <laughs> who came across his body in a barn and recovered the eye of agamotto from a homeless man meanwhile the silver surfer arrived in an impossible cosmic train of planets hoping to find one 
one life worth saving, so Galactus would look elsewhere for sustenance. Before he could depart, his board raced off to rescue Namor the Submariner, who traveled to the planet Vodon to seek reinforcements for his war against the surface. His in- entreaties ended violently, with both Namor and the King of Vodon casting the void of space outside the cosmic train. And inside the train itself... Something in a bed sheet seems to be murdering a lot of people. And that was the thing that got us the, the most. Because when we read yeah. this the first time, we're like, I didn't see no guy in a sheet. But I will go also. This is written by Al Ewing, penciled by Joe Bennett, inks by Bellardino Bravo, and letters by <laughs> VCs Clayton Cowles. And yeah, the whole thing about the sheet and stuff like that. Uh, really confused me because I've yeah, read I read this. I still don't get it at all. I actually think that either they're pointing out that it's uh, it's uh, Nebulon that he they even say they're really going on and on as this is going on of like he was a ghost he commanded the train but also as it's going on they do keep saying that they had these bad guys had gone and kind of killed. The, you know, the people that were involved with the conductor. It is mentioned in there about that's why Nebulon can. Well, they have control of them with Nebulon. Well, Nebulon's controlling uh, them now. Yeah. He's in his brain now controlling the conductor, which powers the train that goes through the universe and swallows up planets and souls. Now, this gets very cutesy and wonky because while this is going on, it has to deal with a bunch of demons who have deals with Mephisto who end up wanting to destroy the Earth to get the souls so that soul prices go down so they can buy them. In leopard bodies. Yeah, leopards. Yeah, leopards that are very big on uh, eating people's faces. And so all this is going on in the background of a story that I don't know what's going on in the foreground. Now, and it's it's okay. I didn't adding additional elements to it. This issue that that really didn't help build the story. It was so weird to all of a sudden see these soul brokers. I'd like to call them that were that that like I said they made a deal with Mephisto, and if they don't give him souls. They have to give their own souls a billion times over. It all turned into like a play on the stock market kind of a little bit. I don't know. And with this whole train and the conductor and things like that, I'm not aware of this concept before this. Uh, Again, I came on with with fresh starts, so I wouldn't. It's very, very similar to what we saw at DC with metal, with the forge, the world forge, the, you know, the planets, the, the everything with the dark yeah, multiverse. Sacrificing it's, the bad it's planets very, so the good ones very can live odd. On. Yeah. And, and this goes on with the idea that they grab these planets to keep the fuel going. And it basically says at the beginning, the train goes, the conductor rides the train around the universe. And if your planet's bad, it goes down. If it's good, it goes down. It doesn't matter. It's basically saying that the train rides where the train rides. You know, what goes in the train stays in the train. And, And, but now with Nebulon there, they have kind of, you know, perverted this train, and they're taking it towards they're, Earth. They have it on a, uh, instead of a more random path, a, a set path yeah, that they've yeah. determined. Yep, and, and as it's going, it's going to our solar system. It's going to kill Earth. And the the kind of the stakes that are set up here is it doesn't matter right now if the train is stopped. It'll still destroy Earth. At this point, 
and that's kind of the future of Doctor Strange that he's seen. Now, I, I will mention too, we just read that, you know, the little recap, and I really like the way it's laid out. You go, yeah. why didn't they uh, release you read these the, like this? In that order, yeah. I know. Why didn't they release it like this? Because if they're going to spell it out like this, and it does fit, why did they leave that up to chance for all of us? Yeah. yeah, you know, you did have. I Dr. guess you Strange. could read them in any order if you wanted to do all that mental work, but yeah. you didn't really have to. Yeah. Uh, so why not just release them? Why didn't why not put it like that? Because that does work out. Now again, the one that we read first, we I would say we almost did this in order because I know They're me and close. you did Doctor Strange Hulk, did, then Namor, and yeah. or Namor came out the first. Yeah, it, yeah, it, Namor yeah. came out the first week. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Makes and no sense. the one that uh, confused I me the maybe most. they wanted to do that because, you know, the stories then aren't connected in the same yeah. week. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you get a bit of each one in That's each what week. It, but but that as you were reading it, confusing. you thought they were connecting to each other. And yeah. I thought the Hulk one, I thought actually was the most confusing when I read it. But now after reading them all and then reading this order and reading it, it makes sense, though, still, that homeless man, I, you know, he got the eye. I didn't even realize at the end the whole got the eye, actually. I couldn't even remember. And then I reread it and saw that. But you have this whole thing where even the thing with the Silver Surfer and his thing, he was going around and they say he was trying to find a soul worthy of sparing for Galactus. But really, that didn't really make that much Difference no, they, here. And they kind of pinpointed this little girl they followed all during yeah, the Silver Yeah, we don't see that. Who I even don't that future. Understand. Yeah, She's even that future right that Doctor Strange saw. So all this is being narrated then by Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange that, Doctor from the Strange, future, yeah. who wants to avert his reality. His reality was, and in fact, he spells it out because Hulk, of course, being Hulk, says. Hey, why don't we just destroy this train? I'll go smash it. That's what I'm good at. I'll smash the heck out of it. And Doctor Strange goes, No, no, that wouldn't that doesn't solve things. That's what happened in my reality. We did do that, and it ends up the radiation continues on. The train yeah, gets it destroyed. Still blows it the up radiation anyway. continues on and ended up turning Earth in the wasteland that, that we saw with that he was walking with Hulk's head. And he even said, Hulk's like, I Hulk don't care. He's like, Yeah, you'll care. You, you yeah. won't like it. You won't like it. Even though with the whole You don't want to be in a bag, buddy. Yeah, but the whole head seemed pretty happy yeah, at that did. one point. So well, He was being fed. Yeah, yeah. That's why you, there it is. <laughs> uh, so you do have Silver Surfer at the conductor, you know, kind of knowing what's going on with Nebulon, ends up yeah, looking to get swallowed right up, away. and they're using him as fuel as well to go forward and all this. But we then go to Dr. Strange, who kind of explains more to Hulk. Like I said, Hulk wants to blow it up. He's like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. You know, it'll end up wrecking anything anyway. And then you start going through this whole deal where, hey, listen, there's always hell. Every world has a hell. Yeah, and it's a weird thing. And I think for some reason, uh, Al Ewing wanted to connect this into this of the idea because somebody would call him on it and say, oh, you mentioned hell and these souls, (laughs) but why would a, a hell from this planet be the same hell? And it's says hey there's so many afterlife everybody has a different version but they're all linked i'm like really we we needed that and then you get stockbrokers of souls and i really didn't need that i didn't need that at all right out of the book you because you got no hit any of this was going on in the in any of the four issues leading up to this and they spend a decent amount of time you know delving into this here and i just 
have no idea who they are, don't care. No, that's and the problem. Is I don't care either. At the end yeah, anyway, yeah so. that's all it is. I, I don't really care about these guys. Now, they end up getting and, – and while this is going on, it is one of those things I said before. Doctor Strange seems to – like this is another one of his one in three trillion you know, chances of a plan. This plan has to come together. It's a very odd plan. By the end, I can't even link the plan that much together. Uh, but what you have is the Hulk like, oh, man, I want to smash something. So they end up going to hell in this boardroom. Hulk ends up biting the faces off of these leopards. And, you what? know, you move on from there. At the same yeah. time, like we said, Silver Surfer is kind of engulfed by Nebulon like and the wrapping Conductor. wrapping up a loose end we didn't know existed yeah. until this issue anyway. Yeah, so as the Silver Surfer is kind of, you know, going back and forth with Nebulon, they're, they're talking trash to each other and trying to, you know, do whatever. You have Namor show up on the board, and he's going with the board, and you, you have all these things all of a sudden just going. And like I said, it's they're not really, you know, they're not really getting me... That excited, right? No, Are they you, no, because nothing what, did it for no. me leading up to this point. I'm still like, I could put this issue down, move on with my life, and not ever think about it ever yeah, again. Yeah. All the way, you know, what's this? Halfway point, three quarter point. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just stopped caring. I'm yeah. just like, I'm and not going to get I'm, any answer. That I'm desperately me. trying to figure out like a way to explain this that would make sense, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But Namor shows up. He gets knocked off the board. At the same time, Hulk throws Silver Surfer at Namor when he grabs the board himself and starts smashing Nebula. With the board, because we had seen as Namor showed up and went through Nebulon, that it, it affected him. The board is actually affecting him. Why, why Silver Surfer still in the Silver Surfer deal didn't, I don't know. But he throws Silver Surfer at Namor, who now, without the board, is choking out in space. Again, and yeah. He becomes a board himself. It yeah. ends up He's with... He's like, I don't need the board. I'll be the board. He is the board, which yeah. then reverts Namor back into the Namor Silver Surfer. He gets and, Power Ranger. And Namor. Namor says what I think is one of the biggest lines of the book. This is ridiculous. And, and, and Silver Surfer goes, you think so? I consider it sublime. I'm like, no, no. It's ridiculous. It looks so ridiculous. As this is going on, Hulk is just smashing the heck out of Nebulon with the board, which ends up causing a a little diversion. Reroute, basically. A little diversion, yeah, because reroute. at this point, the train is about to consume Vodon. So with that, Doctor Strange uses this slight diversion to cause a shudder and shoots out Vodon so that it doesn't get swallowed. And so it goes off. Now, the problem is it goes off to a place without a sun, and they're going to die anyway. And then you get Namor and Silver Surfer go to Vodon to talk to the Queen, Katal, who's now was the princess in the issue that we saw before. And that's where they need her. This is so convoluted. They need her to get her energy powers so that they can go to Galactus, power up this, power up that, and yeah. end up beating it. But they need something. Silver Surfer needs a life force to do this. 
and you have Namor say, I'll sacrifice myself. I'll sacrifice myself for the Atlanteans here and whatever. Katal says, no, 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 you're, you're not going to steal my thunder here. There's no way I'm going to let you do this. If anybody's dying for my people, it's me. She ends up sacrificing herself, which then gives the Silver Surfer power that he doesn't want. He's like, this is terrible. I don't want people to die because of this. And then you just go, and this whole plan just starts going it, it's full bore here and i barely can follow it because what ends up happening is they end up ending up defeating uh you know nebulon all the stuff but then you tie back to mephisto and the the souls and the the train and i i just i'm I, out i'm yeah. out too i'm just out <laughs> i'm trying desperately i i really uh, am i'm trying much so much i would <laughs> yeah and I, like you said hulk is, is bashing the heck out of nebulon and everybody's going and then it's it's just Mephisto who's there saying, okay, the whole deal. He's saving the day and calling everything off. Basically. Yeah, and basically they make a deal with him pretty much. You have Namor even say he's going back to, to Earth, but he says the Silver Surface, like, oh, man, you were going to be good. You know, you were going to save this planet. He's like, no, no, she, Katal knew what I was up to. I, I was going to do this because I want to rule them and get their help anyway. That's why. And then you have Silver Surfer go back and get whiny with Galactus and say, you know, oh, I tried to do all this and all this stuff happens. Uh, I'm I'm only looked at as a power source and I'm more than that. And yeah, and Galactus is like, yep, you begin to understand. Let's go. There's work to be done. And they go off and then you end with it does tie kind of into what the books are doing now a little, like the Hulk with hell and all this. As Hulk is going on here, they keep mentioning like, oh man, you know, the Hulk has uh, this this darkness in him and things like that. So we get that. But yeah, it ends up with a Doctor Strange uh, as a prisoner of Mephisto there and just in hell it looks. And he's Mephisto's like, hey, you know what? You can can smile all you want and act all smug, but you're done. There's no way you're getting out of here. You're powerless. You're damned. You're no longer even the true Stephen Strange. Nobody will remember you. No team is coming to save you. And then it ends with... Doctor Strange sitting there kind of looks at us and says he has a plan, and then it ends. But yeah, basically, you end up stopping Nebulon, who was working the conductor in the train, but you're, like you said, you're almost tying up things that I never knew or cared about. So by this, it's a five-issue miniseries type deal that does kind of tie into the other books, but not really, and maybe come up later with things, especially down the line with this. Yeah, you know. I'm sure it will play into this Invaders thing coming up, yeah. but I yeah. I mean, this wasn't good enough to hold my interest for no. another series coming and I'm up telling down the line. You, I just tried to explain it, and I'm still off. I, I, I'm sure somebody yeah. who read I it might even be like, you. oh man, this is you, you missed this, and you missed that, but... Yeah, you basically, in this, you get Hulk a little. There's not a lot of Hulk. The main thing for me was to see the – well, first off, I I don't really have much of an experience with Silver Surfer. So, okay, I got some Silver Surfer. It did establish Namor as being this guy who will go to the nth degree to get his way. We saw that. And other than that, though – 
I'm not really that interested. I, no, I, I'm sure I'm that, not interested at all. I'll be honest. Yeah, and I think that one <laughs> of the things that people, I, I think that Al Ewing may have thought like, oh man, when this comes out, people are going to go nuts. They're going to get on Twitter. They're going to start saying that the, it's now changed the whole Silver Surfer mythos because he can be the board. Now, I didn't see anybody talking about it. Nobody cares. So yeah, you have that. But yeah, overall, I'd give it a 6.5, mainly just because I, I just don't care. Like you said, if you're into yeah. this and have enjoyed the other four issues, I'm sure you'd love this. But I haven't, and so this didn't really tie. The, the problem is as well, we had those ghost-like figures. It is a little bit explained where I can kind of try to fill in the blanks at the beginning, but not really. <laughs> I no. mean, really, why not show something? I don't think it's done something? well at all. Yeah, why not show? All it was was that beginning saying that the guy, you know, and the mysterious things, and then those leopards were talking about, oh, we had these guys going around and killing all the other people. So, you know, you can go one and one equals two, but it's tough. Uh, it's a tough road there. But what would you give it? Yeah, I'm way lower than you. I'm really? going, like, just a four overall for the whole thing. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm going six overall. Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, like none of the story and, and I understand it was all connected and kind of done reasonably well, I guess you could say, if you were interested yeah. in these characters and events. It seemed to be more confusing than they needed to be. Yeah. yeah, they I got think clever they did the with same it. Thing. They tried to be very over clever and, and it wasn't yeah. necessary. And kind of when you have these characters, you're trying to bring back and grab the interest. Yeah. Uh, of people and you're not really sure how they're going to uh, react to it. I think you got to go about things a little different yeah, way. Yeah, a little different. I agree. Uh, you know, and not be so like Grant Morrison, yeah. uh, grandiose. And, does and kind of seem that way. That yeah, way. It does yeah. have that Grant Morrison idea yeah, of it. It really does. And you know, I've read some Grant Morrison I like, but that that's not the way I, I like no. when he does things. You I'm know? with you. I'm with you. Now we're going to go to the next book uh, that you're going to do the deal. It's Killmonger. Uh, if you remember I was not that hip on the first issue. Yeah. Uh, so maybe things have changed a little. That's we'll a little see. hint. Let's find out. Uh, there, w- there was a Wakandan boy named Nunjaka whose parents were killed by a villain known as Claw. Claw's Wakandan accomplice, a man named Mdabwe, uh, took young Nijanda from his homeland and raised him to be a fellow mercenary. Eventually, Nijanda killed Nabamwe and forced a new life for himself uh, under the name Eric Killmonger. After graduating from MIT, Eric gave up a chance at a brilliant career to instead finally exact revenge on Claw. But just when he was able, just when he was about to kill him, Eric was thwarted by a crew of mercenaries in the employee of New York City's crime boss, Kingpin. When Eric proved himself capable of the kind of brutality Kingpin values, the leader of the crew, a telekinetic mutant named King, offered Eric a job. So this is part two of five, by any means. Uh, and things start off kind of with just this group. Uh, Eric is joined, hanging out in the club, you know, getting to know each yeah. other. As bad guys tend to do. And then the girls kind of giving Eric the eyes. He's like, and he looks to be giving her the eye too. Yeah, but but he basically but he tells says her, it then, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going with what you're selling. I'm kinda, yeah, yeah I'm I like it too. She's like, oh, it in to put it yeah. down. Yeah, she's like, well, why are you always looking at me dancing? He's like, ah, I'm just getting immune. Immune to what? To what you're selling. Yep. And, and I, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> I like, I like this issue funny. a lot better than the first issue. I thought that yeah. that first issue. It goes so quick, too, yeah. based on what happened. Yeah, yeah. I really like this. I like the idea that uh, Eric there is a bad butt. 
And as they're there, yeah, he's just ruthless, and they're trying to feel him out a little bit yeah. and see if this is really him or and just the character. I and yeah, yeah, and I ended up, I ended up sending a tweet or not a tweet, a, a private message to uh, Juan Ferrero's on art here, and Brian King yeah. is uh, writing it, and I sent a note to Juan Ferrero, and I Brian said Hill, this right? might be, yeah, Brian Hill's writing, and I said Juan, this might be the best issue you've ever done. I think, I think that this issue looks incredible, and I really enjoyed it. And he, where I said that first issue, he didn't do a lot of his normal, you know, things that he does in art. Like he does them here. You have a lot of spread pages. You have, yes, you have the time where Kingpin and King are actually in the car, and it's the cross section. So you see, and and one of the things that I really like that was just a little thing, but something that he does, uh, where. You have this going on, and they're trying to figure out. They Kingpin has set up this kind of – it's a hard scenario. They have to end up killing a bunch of people, you know, four people, but yeah. they know that they have to do it at the same time, so they have to coordinate it. With that, you have uh, Eric like, nah, I'm going to go get a drink. He doesn't even want to listen to the plan, but when he comes back and gives the drink back, you know, puts it on the ground, you see King through the drink, the glass – yeah. I don't know why I really like that. Yeah, but no, the, it's cool. Yeah, oh, I love ways it. He drives, yeah. And like Eric's face just hanging out yeah. on the right yeah. side yeah, of that one awesome. panel. Yeah, he does. He frames it's the pages the panel, great. It's in the panel, but it's not in no, the it's, panel. No, everything kind saying? of leaves the panel a little. And where we said it last issue, I'm going to go with it fully here. He does some of the best action scenes there that you yeah. don't get confused. And if it's just a gunfight... It's going to be bloody as heck, even, and and you'll even understand what's flashback. going on. Yeah, yeah. like uh, in the middle of the story, he's, it's kind of interrupted for him to do his own flashback. And yeah. usually, you know, it's a hard time telling when an artist does yeah. that sometimes, but you get the hint right away. Well, you and here's the thing is, the story and you're usually, that's why usually if you do have a flashback and an issue, a lot of times you have another artist do the flashback. Yeah. So, And he does it in a watercolor style that... Yep. It shows you right away that it's a dream scene, you know, Makes a flashback, not old, a dream scene. Yeah. But yeah, it looks old. Yeah, it, it's so good. And again, he does his own colors. He does all, you know, all that. He does all the art. Now, I, at one point, I had talked to him and asked him, and, and he, the way he does it, he doesn't do inks. It's, I don't know, because when he went off to do Old Man Logan, he was doing inks, but I think this is, might be back to the style from before, though yeah, don't maybe call that me just on to that. Stay within style of the yeah, series. Yeah, to that because, point, you know, so good. And I, because it was started off by Sorrentino, who just yeah, murders yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, he things. does. I love Sorrentino <laughs> as well, but yeah, he I goes. I hate him, but he's I used very to like busy. Him more than I do yeah, now. Yeah, he's very busy. Yeah. But yeah, I hope that a lot of people. The, the credits for this uh, we mentioned a few yeah. of the people but yeah Brian Hill is the writer Juan by Art Ferreira and Joe Sabino yeah and really Juan is pretty much one of the if not the favorite uh, artist of the Get Fresh crew yeah, yeah. so yeah GFC we all love him I, I'm telling you yeah when, when anything comes out with him everybody goes nuts we talk about yeah. it and, and, and buying books like I normally wouldn't like Green Arrow you know that, yeah. that's not a series I would ever follow for any other reason and, and something I did mainly for art for a long time yeah yeah and i think that this uh issue especially it's worth it just getting it for the art but i like the story as well and i said i was afraid the story was going to be okay we're gonna go here then next thing let's go there it's not moving real fast no it is it's just the bad guys talking together that ends pretty quickly 
and not they much end is, is the, revealed yeah. there. It's just, you know, the mistrust still between uh, Eric and that one other guy. No king. I know Knight. I can't remember this fourth it's guy's Rook. name. It's Rook. Rook. Now, here's the deal. As I went on Twitter and we were laughing about Eric, I'm actually surprised they call him by his name, especially yes, during fights. He doesn't fights. have a code name. I feel everyone else is coded, and he's not. He was not. supposed to be Pawn. That's what Juan told me, but he's not that yet. But I, I'm surprised that they use his name in the deal. But you tell us about the flashback. Yeah, well, the flashback is just because, uh, you know, he's talking to King, and King's like, listen, man, you got to do all this for something. You got to have a reason other than just being a ruthless BA. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's trying yeah. To, He's like, I got this house. I got this farm away from everything. What do you have? And he's like, I just want to kill Claw. Yeah, and, and, and you see family. that that's and where that he flashback yeah. of him and Claw and Claw saying, you know, he knew him way back, and he's going to teach him how to kill and all that. A lot like the movie. If you saw yeah. the Black Panther yeah, movie, yeah, I thought that as well. Yeah, I thought that as well. And then, yeah, we, we kick things off to how they set up these four people they need to kill in a room together. They basically told them that, yeah, you know, that's Eric's come meet plan. the kingpin That here. was Eric's plan. He's the yeah. new guy. And he said, listen, you know, if you're going to do this, let's not all go off. We're, we're just killing people. That's all we're doing. So just tell them that Kingpin wants to meet them. When they all gather in the room, they're all there and we'll kill, kill them. them. And that's where King says, um, you know what, man? That that doesn't sound like a plan. That sounds like suicide and things. He's like, nah, we'll, we'll be okay. And he's like, it sounds like war. And you have Eric say, well, I'm a warrior, so let's do it. And and you see it going. What I really this is the best part. And what I really really liked it. about it before even as they were talking about it and like, hey, listen, there's gonna, these bad people. We don't know their names. We don't need to. And I like that that is established again when they're just sitting there and there's no names. It just says the money launderer, the international yeah. lawyer, the narcotics trafficker, the accountant. So you don't need their names. And I really like that. I like that you didn't put them after saying we don't need to know them. And, yeah, they're all there and like, man, well, where's yeah, They're Fitz? dying in a panel anyway, so yeah. I don't really yeah. care to yeah. know. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> so we're almost like these you know, mercenaries where we don't need or want to know, but we know like the money launderer. We know, we know as, the target, and as yeah. it goes on, you have uh, – what's her name? Uh, you know, Knight. Knight? Say, yeah, yeah Knight. Knight actually even say like anybody in this room deserves to die. So don't worry about it. And yeah, that's what you find out because they think that they are like, oh, where's Fisk? Eh, you know, fat guys, they always move slow. That's what I say. That's why Eric's always late for work. That's why I finally <laughs> figured fault. it out. But yeah, and they come in and they look awesome. They yeah. look so good. They got these good. sweet suits on, yeah. and they're all like different chess pieces. And if like you their see, tight, their names. if you see on there, Killmonger's deal, it's a pawn. He has the pawn yeah, on the pawn. there, so he is the pawn. But why call him Eric? Uh, I yeah, guess just, just to make it seem so that they know. Cheers but none. yeah, this this action scene, full, it's awesome. Two it pages is so of it good. too. Yeah. yeah, and then you have it. It Double was funny. Page spread. Yeah. It gives like the. They all are at a, a slight angle, too. It gives, like, just the action, a sense yeah. of movement as it's all going on. It's very, uh, yeah, it's very Matrix-esque, but it's yeah. video game-esque even as you go. The, the thing that I wanted more of was to see more of King's abilities. You do see it a little. He comes and kind of zaps one guy on a table away. Uh, they go, and then Rook ends up pretty much jumping in front of Killmonger as he was about to get shot because he has a healing factor. And you did yeah. get 
got that. Well, and he takes a, uh, I don't know what shoots his hand, but it basically yeah. blows yeah, it blows right his off hand his body. Off. Yep, so that's where he becomes useless and he, he just becomes a yeah, human says, shield. I'm no a shield. To recover. Yep, he ends up doing that. And it was set up earlier where King told uh, Eric, like, listen, you don't want to fight with Rook. You know, he has a healing you factor. The only way you're going to kill him is to cut off his head. And I thought right when I read that, all right, he's going to get his head cut I off I just thought sometime. Eric would be the one yeah. to do it. Yeah, it, it does happen, though. But, yeah, they go through, pretty much go to kill everyone. The only one left is this lady. One of the people, the money launderer, is a lady. And she just starts with, you know, don't kill me, please. And it's Killmonger yeah. right there. He's going through bodies, just shooting them. He goes up to this lady, and she's like, oh, man, don't I'll sit up offshore accounts. You could be rich, whatever. And then, boom, it, it, it's night. Night, night came, him, yeah. and night actually explains then I like afterwards. This part a lot. Yeah, night actually explains afterwards. That's why I'm on the team. I'm on the team because yeah. when we go out, you guys, hesitate you guys always hesitate women. with women, and I won't. I'll kill the women, and that's why I'm here. Though Eric says, like, I, I was going to kill her. I actually believe him. I just think that he paused, and he can't yeah. pause. Now, the only no. thing that I didn't like in this entire issue is the idea that Killmonger there is – He's he's got nerves now. He's shaking with his glass. And King says, you know, that's that's normal. The adrenaline, whatever. I don't really know that I needed because he is pretty bad. But I don't know why we have to see that he's not. I as... didn't understand this part. Or maybe he's just coming down from. Yeah, you know, but all it's weird though. Why put or... that? That was such a weird aside to put. You didn't need that except to just show that he was all fired up. I don't know. But while yeah. this is going on, Rook is Rook is healing factor. Is, is repairing himself, and I do like that. Knight says, "Yo, he's gonna he's gonna be fine. Is his he has a you know a healing factor, but it's disgusting. It, it's not gonna be little legs, Deadpool. It seems when yeah. this hand no, grows not back, play it for yeah. Laughs when when this hand starts, well, we'll never see it because of unfortunately what happens at the end. But she says it gets ugly when this grows back. It gets really ugly. I hope you have a strong stomach." And that's where they talk about killing this woman and things like that. And he's like, all right, you know, and she says, that's usually your job. But King goes off then to talk to Fist, to talk to Kingpin and see what's going on. And this is yeah. what there's well, they, a little they basically, bit. They're trying to get a better job. Now. Yeah. They, yeah. They, this, be, they said you know, if they do this, they gigs. get up to the next level. I mean, this might be that they were double A. Now they're triple A. Soon they'll be in the major leagues. But they go and it seems like Fisk is saying at one point, you want out now, we can consider this done. You know, you did great, whatever, beat it. But we uh, this next job, and he's like, no, no, I want the next job. But then ends up almost saying to the guys later, like, we're, we're done. We're leaving because what yeah. happens is th they have to kill Bullseye. That's the yeah. next deal. And, and he says – Well, they know there's – at least King does. He's like, there's no there's no killing he Bullseye. Says they're so set, we're, we're set this up. is a set up yeah. gig. But what's weird yeah. is, like I say, Fist says, you know – we could just call it now. You know, he says, I have no need for multiple contractors. We can end our relationship with last night's accomplishment. Now, I don't know if the thing is that King knows that Kingpin is not ending stuff anyway. So, you know, you might as well keep in and try. But he goes to them and says, we're screwed. We're done. Uh, you know, the new job is to kill Bullseye. And nobody can kill Bullseye. We're done. And he says, we're done. We're leaving New York. We're getting out. You know, let's go. And you have... Uh, Knight say, 
no, listen, let's do this. Just make them triple the offer. We'll do it. While this is going on, though, <laughs> you have Rook and, and Eric talking, and, and Eric's like, hey, man, you know, I owe you. You saved my life. And he's, no, we're good. You know, whatever problem we had, and you see these things being twirled around. These that balls then go, on the string, yeah, three that, of them. Yeah, it looks like a Batman around. thing at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, it does. Rapper wraps around. <laughs> Rook's neck and blows his head up and it, it's it crazy up. and, and again awesome. it is it's so good and this is why yeah the we don't know these guys Rook definitely was the guy that if anybody was going to die it was going to be him but this is where we want it like for the Suicide Squad and, and in, in actuality this is very similar to kind of a Suicide Squad of Kingpin. Yeah. So I really oh, like this, including a head bomb that ends up blowing up his head there. Not implanted, but still thrown because it's there and it's Bullseye. And Bullseye's like, you want to take my job? Nobody takes my job. I like my job. And that's the end where you see Rook is, he's done. And yeah. Killmonger's just covered in covered blood. Covered in blood. It yeah. looks awesome, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought that, I, I guess Bullseye is a skinny dude. He looked real skinny there, but yeah. he's, he's ready he does. He on. looks almost like a teenager here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's supposed to be real young looking though, because this is obviously a story in the, in the very past. Yeah, yeah, it is in the past. Um, so so we'll I, see. I think that's kind of the intention. Yeah, but yeah. He, he looks good. Other than that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And you know, there's this blood covering the whole panel. Oh, it's a good cliffhanger. So good. I look yeah. forward to some Killmonger reverse Bullseye. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, and that's what it's leading to. And with you know, Knight and King. King has his powers. Knight it kills ladies. You know, yeah. you got that. But yeah, and even like you said, the way he frames this, even you have the gun huge at the bottom. The perspective is, I, I just love yeah. it. I love his art all the time. It's I almost like you're in the scene yourself. Yeah, and yeah. yeah is I, like just I, I right can next never. To I'm you. telling you, I, I can never say enough about his art, and I, it's just awesome. But yeah, uh, this is to me an eight. Which is way above. I can even go eight five. I really yep. enjoyed it. I That's thought where that, I'm going. Yeah, I think I'll go eight five as well. I think that everything was set up really well. We got more of the characters. We got more of this kind of, you know, the bad guys kind of perspective of being mercenaries. And I thought it was really good. And the action scenes were top notch. So yeah, yeah they were eight, five. So the best action scenes yeah, like yeah. in a gunfight. I've seen yeah. in a comic book I, in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna go off now to your quick book and it's something that we were going to have on the podcast we were going to talk about it both me and you i started reading it my head was spinning i thought maybe that i was huffing uh some <laughs> something and maybe huffing well, uh, i think the art makes you have that feeling because it does I, and art continues to hurt my eyeballs it does i i know that it's very stylish but it's killing me but uh tell people what we're talking about yeah, we are talking Thor number eight, and that is written by Jason Aaron. Um, art is back to Mike Del Mundo. Yeah. Letter is VC's Joe Sobino. I'm going to read the blurb here and then tell you kind of my thoughts about okay. it because it's been a while since we, uh, you know, we did any Thor stuff where he's yeah, dealing it has with been. War of Realms anyway because they've been a bunch of flashback issues lately. So. Thor's back, and while still unworthy of lifting his hammer, Milnior, he is once more the god of thunder. Just in time, too, for the city of Asgardia has been destroyed. Jane Foster is still battling cancer. And All-Father Odin is busy trying to restore old Asgard to its former glory. So it's up to Thor to stop Michaela's attempts to conquer all of the Ten Realms. But with the Rainbow Bridge shattered, he has no way of taking the fight to the Dark Elf King. With allies including the now-resurrected Baldur the Brave, Thor did manage to stave off an invasion of Hell 
by the armies of the Melfelheim, but Michaelif has other allies in this War of Realms. So Prison of Angels is this story, and basically uh, we get back to setting up the War of Realms and back to the original art of the series. And I'll be honest, I did not enjoy much of either. There are some interesting moments here, such as Thor in Heaven being tortured, but a heavy investment in everything Thor that has happened is needed to get anything out of this. I've personally read it all. I got some of the setup uh, setup put down and still feel like this fresh start run of Thor is missing something the other titles all had. Uh, borrow on the edge of forget as far as, you know, rating goes. Yeah. I can't do this art either. It just, like I said, it, it just hurts my it eyes. Warps it warps my like mind. I, steal, <laughs> I was at, staring at a computer for eight yeah. hours like I'm work, you know, and yeah. it just is rough on me. So I agree. Uh, borrow yeah. on the edge of forget for yeah. this one. Yeah, and the, the thing oh. is, I even said, I said to you that we have to start talking about Thor because it's heading to the big event coming up. Yeah, this up. big thing coming up, we, yeah. we have to talk about it. Like, yeah. we're not I can't get to into it. That, obviously, I, I'm struggling. I'm struggling so yeah. much to I mean, get into this cool book. there were some cool things that happened here. Uh, Odin starts chipping in, making Thor's hammers. Uh, that, that was a cool moment. I didn't hate that. Um, you know, the, by the time we get to this battle in heaven that happens, that there's some cool... Things that occur when all the fighting happens, but, um, you know, it's a whole lot of talking between Thor and his sister Angela, the former queen of hell, and uh, I I don't know, it just doesn't accomplish a whole bunch other than get Thor out of this heaven location he was in when, when the issue began, so... Um, you know, other than that, it's kind of another one shot s thing getting this Thor book back yep. on track. But yeah, not I, that I, I think that the thing's going to end up where the War of the Realms is going to hit. I'm going to have to go back and, you know, grab the trade for these and read it. You know, hopefully, you know, hopefully everything will be. You can just tell this, me. That's yeah, what I'm I, saying. Maybe maybe I won't. But I'm worried because I know that I want to read the War of the Realms. and It's going to be big. It's going to be a big thing at Marvel. And yet the books leading to it, I, I can't get through. I'm yeah. really struggling to, to like them. And that sucks. That yep. sucks indeed. But we're going to move on to the next book that we're going to talk about in full. And that is something that I made you read. It's a third yeah. issue of a miniseries. It's Black Panther versus Deadpool number three. And the funny thing about it is, is that we're not really talking fully about Black Panther or Deadpool on this podcast. So <laughs> there's a little hint. Such now, a again, random choice. It is. And this is kind of the, you know, the spirit of the weekend edition. This is what we were talking about anyway. But I really like this book. I, I, I really too. do. And after the Fantastic Four's beloved mailman, Willie Lumpkin, was accidentally injured during a fight between the occasionally heroic mercenary Deadpool and supervillain The Wrecker, Deadpool traveled to Wakanda to obtain an inch-long piece of vibranium that could save Willie's life. But the Black Panther refused to hand one of the world's most precious resources to a known murderer, and a fight ensued. Now, I will step in a bit to tell you a little thing that when... Deadpool showed up, he never really spelled out to Black Panther why he needed the vibranium. Now, in this issue, you see he kind of knew anyway, but it was one of the things that was driving me nuts because Deadpool was just showing up and yelling stuff. Please tell him that you're trying to save somebody. But using a new technology called Star Cells, artificial healing bio-nanites that may even have the power to cure death itself, the Black Panther shut off Deadpool's arm, neutralizing the cancer that allows his flesh to regrow and dumped him outside of Wakanda. But Deadpool saved a dying zebra from poachers by attaching its head to his star-celled arm stump and returned, so he ended up returning 
with a zebra, zebra head, head for an arm. By uh, And then after another fight, the Black Panther agreed to return Deadpool's arm. But before Deadpool could continue him to convince him to hand over some vibranium, they were interrupted by the invasion of yet another unruly North American, the murderous jack-o'-lantern, hijacked and blew up a private plane, and he just jumped ship above Wakandian airspace. And this is a big jack-o'-lantern issue. Yep. And I said, this is probably my least favorite of the three that I've read, but I still like it. But it, it is very heavy jack-o'-lantern setting up the idea. I'm jumping in on the middle here. So this is my first yeah, one. Yeah. I didn't read the, the two coming nope. into this. I just relied just on the went in, And it was, it was okay. You don't really need to. And it's a lot of fun. I like the art. The art style. And I'll, Daniel Kibblesmith is the writer. And if, if you know, one of my favorite books was the paybacks that he co-wrote uh, with uh, what's his name from Venom and all, Donnie Cates. So he's got some yep. pedigree that I love. And uh, Ricardo Lopez Ortiz, I think the last thing that I saw of him is Hit Girl, which I really liked as well. So I like. I like this art a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's like a a little stylistic. It's a stylistic. It's it's kind of a cartoony, gritty, cartoony style, and I really like it. Like an adult cartoon. Yeah, yeah. An adult swim late at night. That's what. That's what I think, and I like it. So you end up seeing that. Jack, Jack O'Lantern, ended up kind of, you know, being brought back from death. They ended up giving him some treatments, some, you know, some facial reconstruction, all this. And he's working a shitty, oh, crappy job. I'm sorry. <laughs> a crappy job that he doesn't like. So, and he, it goes Join through. the club, buddy. Yeah, really. And he goes through this whole thing with this idea of. You know, what is it to die? And have I died? And did I die? And what's going on? Am I really living? Struggling with what's real, what's not. Yeah, yeah. And just the idea again, this is a joke filled book, but this is kind of like a look at a villain former villain which he's still a villain but he's he's you know struggling to get through his daily life now not knowing how to react to things and stuff well as he's sitting there he just looks out the window and he sees deadpool walk down the street dressed as an elephant and deadpool even like looks at and he's like is that deadpool Giant pink yeah, elephant yeah big pink elephant and he's there getting talked to, you know, about this job, and he's getting yelled at at one point. He's drawing pictures of jack-o'-lanterns, and I really like the progression of the the kind of the uh, the script here, where even at the one point he's like, I'm sorry, uh, my head's somewhere else, and right above him is a jack-o'-lantern, you know, taped yep. to the wall and stuff. But yeah, he ends up there, and this old lady's talking. I'm like, we got to do this, this, and this. And he's like, excuse me, I'm going to go kill Larry. And Larry, we saw at the very beginning. He's one of these guys. If you saw the, if you saw the office, he actually looks a lot like they're playing him off as like a Michael type character. Yeah, Yeah, Michael Scott, but not as nice because he's like, oh man, you know, they call me Larry, but that's only when they stop laughing because I'm such a hilarious guy. And nobody likes him. Nobody likes Larry. (laughs) So he's like, hey, I'm going to go kill Larry. And the lady's like, hey, kill him for me too, while don't you? He he goes and kills Larry. He yep. slaughters oh, he Larry. Hear screaming. Yeah, he goes because he saw Deadpool, and he basically like, you know what? Deadpool doesn't care if he's alive or dead. He just lives the way he yeah, wants. Yeah, like broke him. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. He's gonna go. Well, we do head off to Wakanda to see that Deadpool now and Shuri are attaching that zebra head to a mechanical body so that he doesn't have him as an arm now, and they're gonna reattach. Deadpool's arm as well. Now, with that, I think that the zebra will come into play big time in the next couple issues. I'm sure yep. the zebra will save Deadpool because he, the zebra loves Deadpool. Starts kissing him, licking him. 
checking them and stuff. But yeah, and you have now you have Black Panther and his mother sitting there watching Shuri do this, and they're just talking about things. And in the, in the last issue, Black Panther said, "Am am I good enough? Am I am I a good Black Panther?" And she's she says, "You asked me that. You're the best." And then he says, "Listen, I think I'm able to cure death." And this leads on to a talk with her, and again, some of the better Black Panther we've gotten, which is funny. So, it's too. in this Deadpool book, but he's you know he's struggling with his legacy. He's struggling with, am I a good enough ruler? Am I doing this? And his mom has been studying French history, brings up you know Louis the Fourteenth versus Louis the Sixteenth, and things like that about how a king is there. A king in his time may not be, you know, a king of somebody else's time. Somebody who might have been beheaded in one era may not have in another and vice versa and things like that. But she says, you, with what you're doing, you could be the king of all time if you can cure this stuff you're saying. Now, with that, I think that the the whole ploy is that by the end of this issue, even, I think that Black Panther realizes, like, some people don't need to live forever like a dead yeah. You know, some people need to die. Well, and I in think fact, even he's saying like i don't want to live forever yeah. i would rather have someone take my place like down Jack, the yeah, line yeah but it's almost like his mom his grandma here or whoever it is is, is edging him to do it because yeah. she thinks he's the best yeah, that, that. he's the best and with that though in the background you have jacqueline are showing up where he actually is to the point where because he doesn't think he can die he wants to see if death is he real. To He's going to test it, test limits, all that stuff. So he has shown up in Wakanda. And we saw the, the plane got shot down last issue, but somebody did jump out. It was Jack O'Lantern. He ends up on one of these, you know, ranches in Wakanda, ends up saying to these people, I'm not going to hurt you, ends up frying these rhinos. And again, that's when Black Panther and, and Deadpool show up and Black Panther is, is all upset. And Deadpool's just like, yeah, it smells like a barbecue. It smells really <laughs> good here like i love brisket and then realizes ooh, black panther isn't going to be happy but yeah jack-o'-lantern then attacks ends up attacking uh you know pretty much deadpool right away puts an axe through his brain (laughs) he starts calling he ends up calling a black panther blog poster he's like good kitty now you blog poster black panther yeah yeah brain boo boo and you have black panther stuff and the best is black panther's like why your your friend here? Because that's when you do have Jacqueline saying that he followed uh, Black Panther to Wakanda. Because when he did go to follow Black Panther, was walking down the street with that costume. That's how we see he got to Wakanda. He ended yeah, up going, pretending him. he was a, and even Black Panther. The way he got to Wakanda was pretending that he was an elephant and got on board with a shipment of elephants and nobody knew the difference and they sent him <laughs> so, and Jack O'Lantern followed him there as well. So Black Panther, the thing is though, even Deadpool says, yeah, yeah, you know, he's my best friend. We have the secret handshake called slicing me through the head and burning me. <laughs> yeah. He's not my friend. He's like, I didn't tell him to follow me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I, yeah. I had nothing I to do like with Black it. Black Panther is being a little bit of a little He like, is. He know, has been a jerk, jerk this whole time. Yeah. He's been a real jerk this whole time. Like I said, I had the issue where when Deadpool showed up, I thought, okay, you know what? The whole thing, Black Panther, I'm not going to give vibranium to a piece of poop like you. I'm not going to do that. 
but it was for Willie. And yeah. we, we knew that, but we didn't know that Black Panther knew that. Well, he reveals it here as well and says why they were flying. And then Deadpool's just excited that it's a team up. And he even yeah, says like, a Marvel now that, team up. Yeah, Marvel team up. Oh man. And with the, he has his new arm on and he's like, man, now who's the guy who now again has two thumbs and, you know, isn't a team up. But yeah, he says to Deadpool, listen, I know why you want that vibranium. I knew it all along. You're there for Willie. You know, I, I do have connections, and they're mad at you. Uh, you know, Reed Richards is PO'd at him. The Avengers already hate Deadpool. Now they hate him more because Willie Lumpkin got caught in the crossfire. Now, Deadpool, it wasn't Deadpool's fault. It was just the crossfire going and Deadpool being just goofy Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. But he says it's not going to work. And this was, again, when I read the first issue, I'm like, really? They're going to use the Tony Stark method to cure a, a 80 year old a 70 year old this isn't gonna work and he says it he says it he's like the, the thing that happened with tony stark the way they it's not gonna work on an old man i mean tony stark even says tony stark tries to kill himself every day he can't this guy will die and he's going to die he says now again if you don't think that these star cells are not set up to save willie uh, I think that we're, you know, not see that to me is what's going to happen. You're going to use this, you know, new technology of Black Panther to save him. But he says he's going to die and it's on your conscience. So you're going to have to deal with it. But then by the end with this whole deal where they do subdue Jack-O-Lantern and Deadpool's like, listen, I got to go talk to this family. This little kid's there. I want to make sure they're OK. Uh, make sure you watch Jack-O-Lantern there. He walks away. Deadpool just shoots him in the head, shoots yeah, him and blows, blows up his head, out. blows his brains out. And then you have the whole deal where then Black Panther comes over and is like, what are you doing? Like, no. And, and Deadpool's like, you told me to take care of him. Uh, you know, I'm getting mixed messages. He's like, no, you're done. You, you are a piece of crap. And he ends up taking the swords from Deadpool. Deadpool's like, hey, those are mine. And I'm like, uh-oh, this stuff's going to happen. Yeah, I knew right where this was yeah. going. And it ends up being like uh, Dooku in the Star Wars prequels. I'm not a I don't know if you're aware of that, but that's kind of how they did that, crossing the lightsabers to behead him, uh, something Anakin did. But yeah, he ends up beheading Deadpool. Deadpool yells cliffhanger at the end as his head's flying out. And then you have next issue, and a classic Marvel team-up is crossed out, and it just says there's something. And the cover, if that's the cover, at least the next deal, it's the classic Black Panther on the throne look, but it's it's Deadpool. Deadpool it's costume. Deadpool Black Panther, yeah. it seems. So it's cool. I, I really do like this. Uh, I did. I had a fun time reading yeah. this issue. You know, it, I, I don't know how to really explain it other than it's a good change of pace from just a typical ongoing. Yeah. Like it's a good mini series that's just there to have fun yeah, and just tell a for quick fun. story. It's yeah, just for I mean, fun. I had a blast. It's a solitary kind of, you know, by itself story here where you can have some Black Panther. And unfortunately, right now, we're only getting Black Panther in space who doesn't know he's Black Panther. So this yeah. actually is a, a lot better and, and so what, much better. And the, yeah. yeah. And the thing that I like about it is you have Daniel Kibblesmith writing it in a way that the jack-o'-lantern stuff, a little goofy, right? You yeah. have Deadpool. He's always goofy. The Black Panther stuff's not goofy. The Black Panther stuff is not played off to be yeah, goofy. They play it pretty he straight. is the Black Black Panther, and he's talking about you know with his mom, and she's trying to get him to do this and and all that. He's trying to cure death, and that it's just that Deadpool's in his life right now, making everything wacky. 
but he is not played off as a joke, and neither is Shuri in this issue or before. So that's where I think it's good, where he is respecting the characters. Even Deadpool, you know, that's what he is. He's a jokester and, you know, does all these things that never work out. So I I really liked it. Uh, Again, I said that this was my least favorite. I'm still giving this an eight. Uh, The other ones, I think the first issue, I would have given a nine is how much I really liked it. Then it would have probably went down to an eight, five now to an eight. And I don't. I hope that this is not a downward trend. I hope that we get back to, you know, thing. I think that the the Jack Lantern stuff was okay. It just seemed a little bit too much to kind of, you know, give the whole Jack Lantern deal. But I do think that whole idea of, you know, am I dead? Can I die? That'll tie in by the end. So I, I really enjoyed it. What would you give it? I'm going to go 7-5. You know, I had fun with the story. (laughs) I had fun with the story. It was a good issue. I'm excited for the next one and get a a little more of it, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I I don't have much more to say about it than that. It's not heavy-handed. It's it's just a good, enjoyable, fun comic book. You know, that's the point of it. You can have a smile on your face. You can smile for once. Now it's my quick book, and we're going to continue that Black Panther-type theme with Shuri number three, written by Needy Okafor and or Akorafor, and art by Leonardo Romero, Jordi Belair, and VCs Joe Sabino. And I was going to say Jordi Fresh Prince of Belair, but I did not say <laughs> yeah. that. So don't don't I'm think that I it's did. It's actually taken you that long. Yeah, to come I was going to say show. that. I was just going to say it this time, and then I forgot. Uh, there is no recap page in this comic, so I cannot go with that. So I'm just going to tell you what I think. Uh, I was really high on the last issue of Shuri. And if you remember, we talked about issue one and me, you and double Aaron weren't too hip on it, but I actually liked the second issue and the second issue. Shuri ended up being a, being a gal of science. Uh, she ended up kind of going, you know, all your hocus pocus stuff. I don't go with, which is an odd thing for her when she's being talked to from the, you know, the ancestors from beyond the grave. So she should, she should be a little bit combined, but she does say, all right, I'm going to go on kind of an astral projection journey to go find my brother. That's what this whole thing was set up for. And she ended up going out and somehow, or for some reason, ended up inhabiting the body of Groot, who then just said, I am Shuri now. And uh, that's where we pick up here. But I've come back to Earth after this issue. Speaking of coming to Earth, this issue had the potential for a lot of fun with Shuri inhabiting Groot's body and becoming instant BFFs with Rocket, which is the best. Rocket loves her because now finally he can talk to somebody who likes gadgets and who yeah. can make things. So they end Says up. They end up. Nonsense. And so what you have here is the Groot saying, I am Shuri, but yet, you know, you have the whole joke of. Uh, rocket, rocket knowing what's being said. Yeah. So it's like, I am sure. Really? You you would put that wire there? You know what? I'm going to try that. That sounds good. And it actually seems like he's really enjoying having Shuri and Groot more than Groot just sitting around, you know, BSing. Uh, yeah. And with this, there's a very weird deal where you see that while she's inhabiting Groot, it's almost like she's on a, like a control panel type thing in his head doing it. And it, it kind of seems weird. Uh, but after a lot of filler about a cosmic bug in love with Aretha Franklin music, it's back to Earth with little to no answers about what is going on with Black Panther. And that's a big thing. This book was dedicated to Aretha Franklin and the song Respect has a very big thing in it with a space bug that is sapping the energy out of Aretha Franklin's respect. 
Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I want to like this book because I love Shuri, but I think it's tied down a bit, trying to tie into another book, being Black Panther, that is treading water itself. I can't recommend this issue, and I'm on the fence again on whether or not I care about this series. So I'm going to be – this is one of those now that we're at the third issue, and we have a couple left, and I don't really know – if I like it now, because I've only really liked it. one. I've yeah. only liked one issue, so it, we're we're teetering here. I'm I'm two negative and one positive. Yeah, and everybody says I'm two negative, but I would say uh, <laughs> burn. Is it burn? Is that what we say? Yeah, at the burn end? it. Yeah, I'd no, say burn, burn it. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't even borrow this. I, I think that this series is something that if you enjoyed the first issue, I'm sure you're still reading, but there's not much to see here, especially with nothing going on with Black Panther and the whole thing was Shuri yeah. trying to find her brother. Seem and, intent on giving you no answers yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, and, and the, the problem is, is you had that big delay in the Black Panther book too, so I don't know how that affected this either. But we'll move on to our last book, of the night, a book that surprised me how much you convinced me to like it, the first yeah. issue, because I was in. And so yeah, I, did I, like it. I was really excited. I still like this issue enough. It just ends up repeating itself yeah. so much. They make sure you know what yeah, the point of this yeah. book is about by the end of this yeah, issue. And, and, and it, I hope that this, and it's old man Logan, I hope that what happens with this is not that it is 12 issues. And I hope that what happens is we're not just going to get six issues of recap in with the six or seven. Yeah, that we actually have one trade worth of material that we're going to extend to two uh, because this not much. But uh, give me your your info. Yeah, well, I won't say it wasn't great because I did still enjoy parts of it, but we'll get into it here. Transported to the present from an alternate timeline where villains triumph and the world devolved into lawless wastelands. Logan used his second chance at life to rejoin the X-Men and avert catastrophes like the ones that befell his world. However, his advanced age has caught up with him, and his famed healing factor is severely reduced, leaving him slowly dying of adamantium poisoning. This is written by Ed Brisson, Mike Henderson on art, Nolan Woodard as colors, and VC's Corey Pettit as letterer. Yeah. Um, the issue starts off here just kind of giving you a display of some uh, Mysterio powers. Yeah. There's this dude running through the halls as, as Hydra chases after him. It looks like Spider-Man. Spidey, yeah. And they take him down, bullets through his chest and everything. And then we find out it's not Spider-Man, just somebody Mysterio made everybody think was Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Mrs. Sinister's kind of there saying, like, you know, th- this is what he can do, can make the heroes kind of be fooled and, th- and think they're going after villains when the- it's each other. And then this is what our plan is. Yeah. Uh, Red Skull's daughter's really all about it. Yes. And uh, I, I liked it, too. It made me laugh because they do. They chase down this guy who looks like Spider-Man and shoots him. And then Sin, Red Skull's, Skull's daughter, is like, oh, man. Can, can you make them look like, say, Magneto? Or, yeah. or can we Black make it Widow look like next. Black Widow? And you have uh, Miss Sinister's like, listen, this isn't why I'm here. I didn't yeah. bring him to play games. I'm just showing you what he can do. But uh, she even says, I didn't bring Mysterio so that you can blow off some steam with your fantasy kill list. Let's get on with this. And again, this issue to me, now this is a nice little, you know, not recap, but a nice little reminder or something for someone like me to be a real reminder of what Mysterio can do. Yeah. But that's what most of this issue boils down to. We're getting scenes and dialogue to either recap and really we're only on issue two to have this much recap feels off remind you of just what everybody is and the reminders 
Uh, I'm coming into this having read the original, most of the original Old Man Logan. I didn't read the, you know, the iteration now going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, but I don't need to. I don't think from, you told me a lot of things last issue, but this is giving you the major beats that I know. Like, I know what Mysterio can do. We saw when he was sitting in the hospital. It's a recap of just issue one, not of Old Man Logan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a a recap of one issue. I mean, and then are we going to go the next issue and then issue four? We need more recap because I saw Mysterio in the the insane asylum pretending he was Hugh Hefner with his Playboy bunny. I I saw (laughs) that. I saw when they pulled him out that that lady was disgusting and old and whatever. So I know what they're doing. Now, is this set up that eventually you get the idea that Mysterio won't, won't go bad and I don't think that he'll die you know he, he, I think that he'll end up kind of duping Sin by yeah. showing maybe a red skull I mean it's really all these things are pushed in here because then Sin starts going on about you know to remind you that she's Red Skull's daughter you also have the whole Neo Hydra going on and the idea of hey we're going to take over the world now with Mysterio then you go off to Logan and Hawkeye and they're just talking about people in and, bars. Or, yeah they're just going but still trying to find Mysterio by beating up people and you have Hawkeye who says this isn't working and Logan just let's beat up some more people then hey can we go talk to the x-men about this no no there's the whole thing with kitty like we could go get kitty and get their address and that kind of makes him stop he's like that ain't happening but the big thing that you get from hawkeye and logan twice in this issue at least is the idea that logan says which we already heard in the first issue logan is not going to let himself die as a year left he's not going to let himself die until he kills mysterio because of the fact that mysterio ruined his world and he knows that this could happen again to somebody yeah. else and yeah. and well because Haw- hawkeye keeps pushing he's like just hawkeye go can't back. get it then in his he head yeah then he can't get yeah. you and do this yeah. he's like no there's other wolverines and, and that's the thing is you have the idea and there's other anybody's it could yeah, be anybody heroes. it yeah. could be any strong hero yeah, it, it could, could be, be anything yeah the hulk it could be anybody silver surfer it could be and, and so Clint, though, and it's one of those things. I just wanted Wolverine to say, listen, Clint, get it through your head. I'm not going back until I kill Mysterio. It's not going to happen. And if you are not that dumb there, Hawkeye, if I thought what you're saying is true, I would have committed suicide a while ago. I know. That's the only reason. I am dying. I am going to die. I need to do this before that because I don't. That's the the loose end, whether it's not in this reality, timeline, whatever. That's the loose end in my head of something that can go wrong and ruin somebody else's or everybody yeah. else's life. I can't let that go. He's like, I don't understand. Oh, man, just get it through. Because then Glob calls. Yeah, Glob calls, and he's going to go back to the mansion, which would go then to the Neo Hydra base. And we continue on with Miss Sinister and Sin arguing about what they're going to do sin yeah, wants to make money yeah. yeah yeah and uh, hey this isn't about money this is about taking over the world you don't understand yes i do my dad's red skull i want to yeah, prove she, I'm know, wrong. And she's basically trying to tell her listen it, we're bringing the end of the world about money's not going to serve yeah, you yeah. any purpose no she still wants money <laughs> and, and basically I'll, I'll i'll nail it down right here miss sinister wants to burn the world sin <laughs> wants to do it while having fun that's yes. all you get it's like hey you know we could destroy the world but 
but we can still have fun. Girls just want to have fun, right? I, I heard that song. And so what you have, the interesting part I, I like is, and do you know who this guy is who actually like looks like Bane? I, I, oh, that, I, I'm pretty sure that is, uh, what's his name from the Captain America movies? Okay. Um, God, Crossbones. Okay, I want to so say it's Crossbones. Crossbones. Okay, so if it is, Crossbones grabs Mysterio and takes him into the bathroom and says, listen, I, I saw what you did. Then Your little tricks with Spider-Man, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. If you try to dupe me, I will kill you. Yep. I will shoot you in the head. Smash your face and in. I like this because Mysterio, and remember, Mysterio, it did, this does tie into Spidey, the amazing yeah. Spider-Man, where he and, went. And he just, he was okay with being in the insane asylum. He yep. was fine with that. He was having a, the time of his life because he was convincing himself and everyone else that they were in this different deal. He realizes now that this is he's not in over his head. Yeah, yeah, he's way over his head. They even say at one point, "Yeah, what about him?" He's, and if he's he was so having powerful. doubts last issue. Yeah. Now he's really having now doubts. He's really with crossbones breathing down his neck and everything else yep. going on. Because now. if now he doesn't do what they're all hyped up for him to do, they're going to kill him anyway. So yep. he's in a no-win situation. Yeah, he calls crossbones a low-rent punisher. Yeah, and and he, like, know, yeah. he knows now Wolverine's after his yeah, face, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And that's the reason why off. he has to stay with him. He's stuck. But now he's caught doing things I don't think he really wants to do. And it kind of is a cool thing because with that, Miss Sinister does spell out to Sin and the rest of them. I looked into Logan's head. I see what Mysterio can do. Like You can laugh at him all you want, but he ends up doing something that we never could accomplish. You know, He pretty much Otherwise, brings a yeah, world down. And, uh, you know, we'll do this, but he, he's not, he, his heart's not into it, and he knows yeah. he's way over his head. Uh, and that, I said, I like that part of the issue. I thought that that was well, really it's well basically, done. Basically, it's a cool that they play him off as a villain who could probably be one of the most powerful villains but ever. But he's goofy. He just basically, he has confidence issues. Yeah, you know yeah, he saying? does. Like, yep. he, he just doesn't believe in himself enough to, to carry through with any of this nope. stuff without getting punched in the face. And yeah, he doesn't and, want any yeah, of that. He doesn't want that. And so he's there, and yeah, he takes off the helmet, looks into it, and he's like, what are you getting yourself? And there's even the little joke earlier that Crossbones is looking at him, and he's like going to eat asparagus, but to do it, he'd have to take off his helmet. And that kind of goes... He won't take it off. Yeah, yeah, and that's a subtle deal where he wants to be this bad Mysterio when he knows that he's just, you know, this guy with, like you said... With confidence issues and his way over his head, doesn't really want to be the you know the guy who brings down the world. He just wants to be left alone now, and I, I do like that. But you go back then to Forge's laboratory because uh, they back at the undisclosed location of that. But Glob had called and said, "Hey, you know, come and see it because they have that machine that we saw yeah, last." They don't issue. want to talk about it on the phone, but they yeah. got the time machine working the from the end working. of Old Man Logan Fifty yeah. that. Uh, you know, Maestro destroyed. Yeah, Maestro, Maestro destroyed. Mysterio, Jesus Too Christ. many guys with M's in Mephisto. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's so many M's. They always screw me. But, yeah, they have the ticket that he can get back to his own world. And tell him about that while I cough. Yeah, well, they show that they can power this machine, Forge fixed it, and they send Logan back to the Wastelands where he's from. And yep. Logan is shocked and He's like, listen, it is not time for me to go back here yet. I appreciate it. I, I'll do it when it's time, but, yeah, but I, I have things yet. to do first. Yeah, and then you have where he says, not yet. They're like, oh, my God, I, I, I can't, not yet. Goes through the portal back to the, you know, the place to our world. And then you have Glob there like, huh? And there's Clint. Yeah, I don't know either. 
What? what? <laughs> he told up, you now Clint. so many Let times, go. and it goes on more. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you have this whole deal where Sin has decided to grab uh, Mysterio, and they're going to take them out for a test yeah, they're drive. They're going to start this plan early, or at least give yeah. it a test run to see yeah, what she possible says. Listen, runs test runs. You know, you have test runs. To make sure things work well. And then you have Miss Sinister's like, no, no, no. Y- you have a secret weapon that remains secret. Yeah, you don't and she says, if you, if you show the secret now, you know, it'd be like we're, you know, me and you are, are a football team. Me and you are the coaches. We have this crazy trick play. We got the and we have, we have our team run it in the pregame drills. Yeah. Hey, run that play seven times so that yeah. the team can see it. That, that's what Miss Sinister's saying. Yeah. Or your and, quarterback's just working on catching the football. Yeah. You know, so yeah all of a really. sudden during pregame. <laughs> yeah, all of their being thrown by the tight end. Yeah. Like I don't know about this, and us yelling, guys, you you can't go, you can't do this, don't. Yeah, yeah. They, so she says, why are we tipping our hand? Again, Sin's just like we're gonna test it, and I want to have fun. And again, yeah. I this like relationship. I like how the you know we do we do have an issue with them repeating things a lot, but yeah. I do like how they're setting up how Sin and Miss Sinister are just. Not seeing eye to no, eye. No, they're not it's seeing eye to eye. Some bad things. And it's weird, too, because I would love to say, I, I do like that. And at first I thought, okay, Miss Sinister is only there because they had to have somebody read Logan's mind to lead into yeah. this. But that may be the case still. I mean, maybe you would have just had Neo Hydra with Sin. But I do like Miss Sinister here to cause that back and forth with with sin as well and i do like it too because crossbones is there and he finger bangs uh you know mysterio as they're in the plane he's like hey bang bang and i'm uh, like mysterio's probably just crapped his pants he, yeah. he's such a he's such a scared Nobody, guy everybody's moving one seat away from yeah mysterio. so now we have yeah really i would have then we, we go back to logan and clint Going and punching people, punching people more and more. Yes, it's while like a they Batman talk, issue almost yeah, while they point. talk about, hey, hey there, Logan. If you go back to your timeline, then Mysterio can't do it to you or turn. And he's like, oh, how many times no, do I have to Clint, tell you this? I'm gonna get. He can do it to anybody, <laughs> and I need to get this loose thread out. We have done this now already in this issue and did it last issue. Why are you keep repeating? And then at one point Clint just says, hey, I don't want to sound like a broken record. Well, you yeah, are you, sounding you, like a broken record. Pages you, past that. Yeah, you have two things that you've said through this whole issue. Hey, why don't you just go back to your own time because that will change it and you won't have any problems. And we can't just keep punching people. Now, the, the funny thing is, he's wrong on both occasions because this yep. punching people does lead, though I think it maybe the setup because this guy comes out he's like hey hey what by the way i do know where mysterio is he owes me money i didn't want to tell you before i wanted the money but now i realize he ain't paying me back and maybe you'll give me a little reward for telling you and it it pretty much sends him to times square i believe it is where they end up going there mysterio is supposed to be there it looks like he's brought a bunch of villain friends you have you you, uh, speaking of games you have Logan juicing up before the big game coming yeah, up. He, he puts this re- – it's called Regenex. Regenex He's been yeah. kind of carrying it around with him because it gives his healing factor a little boost, but it also – yeah, has it the also, side effect of sending him into like just feral mode. Yeah, he feral mode, really and it's killing him attacks. as well. So the adamantium yeah. poisoning plus this is what's yeah, it killing. It accelerates him. his death. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. So it's accelerating his death. 
He ends up taking that, you know, jams it into his arm uh, like we all do before the big game, and then oh. goes and attacks Mysterio and these other guys. He's yelling, yes, and yes, even Mysterio's like, Wolverine, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you end up seeing that again. He's been duped because he is attacking the Avengers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he's being not duped good. like he was before, and that's not going to sit well with him. But, again, we're in the second issue, a lot of recap, and then it ends with him kind of yeah. going back to the greatest. I love the hit. way it ended by the yeah. time it, it concluded, but it, it was a long way to get there and, and not a super interesting way of going about it. Uh, you know, I, some of the relationship stuff was built, and I, I do enjoy that, but yeah. I don't know. If they're going to keep doing this with Hawkeye, get him out of the well, book because the and villains I'll, I'll even, enough that I'll I don't mention it, it again, too. Sides. They head, head off to Times Square. This guy says, hey, look, Mysterio isn't going to pay me. Maybe you guys would pay to see where he is. So they go to Times Square, and then Logan continues, hey, listen, Clint, you know, he, he, this didn't happen to you. I saw the deaths, and we see it then. So that it's like the third time now that yeah. we've seen this in this one issue about why he just can't go back. There's foreshadowing, and then there's beating the foreshadowing oh, horse my. to death. And you know yeah, there's saying? all of this, and it it was just too much though. Reading the book itself, it was it was a quick enough read. I yeah. read it. I, I love the cliffhanger. I'm still excited for what's coming, and it, yeah. like it's a series I'm still on board for. But I do hope they clean some of this. Yeah, and you what. Know, what they need, yeah. what's, that what's has to end now. now I'm gonna, going yeah, on. I'm mad about it now. I'm going to give it a bit of a pass because, yep. you know, some of it, yeah, some people won't know. They are really counting on, in my mind, this whole idea of Logan coming back. So this being, you know, Dead Man Logan, there will be a lot of people that haven't read all of the issues of Old yeah. Man Logan. And there's some people who would just jump into this. Hey, Wolverine's got, I want to read it's everything Wolverine one, yeah. now. And so with that, though... You gotta stop. It's gotta end now. We understand. This, I agree with we you. know what's going on. Move and on. even the idea where we have the, the time machine that forged, we did see that already. We already yep. saw that. So to have him just walk through and say, not yet. It was that was just to show you? Okay, he's figured out how to do it, and yeah. I, I'm guessing it's almost that almost like they revealed that too early in the story. And again, yeah. And I'm guessing that by the end, with all the things going on, this, that, and the other thing, somehow, and I don't know why it shouldn't change that alternate future, but maybe something will happen with him that does something. I don't know. Send him back with his family or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You know? It'd be weird. I don't know how they'd spell that out since, like I said, it's an alternate type of timeline, but we'll see how that works out. Uh, what would you give this? I'm going to give it a flat seven. I like I said, I had some of the problems. I'm going to go the, the same as you. I'm yeah, going to the go repeating that. stuff really, you know, bugged me I'm a still little into bit. It. But I like I like you, am am still into it, and yeah. I look forward to what's next. And I just hope they clean up some of that stuff. So the, I mean, the art was still great as it was first issue. I like the character designs and and Declan yeah. Shelby, you know on the book it isn't bothering me at all so yeah, i thought it would be a little different of a change from how old man logan always looked but I, I enjoy it and all the scars and stuff are still there that he's accumulated from his journey through the, the yeah. universe since he's been here so yeah. i'm down with it i yep. just want a little more forward progress less recap i'm with you so yeah they're they're on call now 
they're on, you know, they better yeah, be on They're point. on notice. Yeah, they are on notice. Yes, that's yeah. what I meant to say. But yeah, <laughs> uh, with that, that's the end of the podcast. What is your book of the night? I can't say uh, the week. Killmonger because, number two. Yes, I believe. I think it's actually my book of the week I believe week that well. is mine as well. So yeah, yeah. We had a really good. down podcast. Yeah, we went. did. And that, it shocks me because I was not in that first issue. But now it's actually going to be something I look forward to. And, yeah, and, you me know, too. Plus, it, it, these minis. I just kind of like them as, you know, a little peek in. I think in just and, in general, they've been what I've I've been enjoying yeah. more. Like uh, I like the minis on that Marvel the Batman even better. Who laughs yeah, yeah, yeah. Started off strong and, yeah, and they can kind of just have these other stories that we can have fun with and things yeah, like that. Even some of these maxis like Doomsday Clock and now Dead Man Logan. Like, yeah. Uh, Things that have an ending in, in sight have intrigued yeah, me more I'm, I'm than with these you. ongoing. And maybe it's because drag. they have to be tighter, even though this did have a lot of recap. But you have to be a little tighter because you only have that many issues. Yeah, because so, you yeah. have a you know light at the end of the tunnel there instead of just yeah. make this go on forever. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But that's the end of the weekend edition. Next week, we'll have our regular podcast on Wednesday. And I think there's four books coming out. I wish I knew what they were. Yep. I actually, as we were talking, uh, uh, I was Superior trying to pull it Spider-Man, up. Spider-Man, okay. uh, Uncanny X-Men, Boom. X-Factor, Boom. I want to say, number one. Maybe X-Force? Does that come out this yeah, week? Yeah, I, is that it? X-Force it or might X-Factor? Be X-Factor. It's it might be X-Force. Yeah. yeah, and then there's one I'm missing. I can't yeah. remember. So, well, uh, did you say Uncanny? Because that should be Yes, I said Uncanny. Very uh, weekly. Superior, oh. Uncanny, and another X-Men book. Yes. But there's one that's not. I'm, I'm okay. totally Okay, so yeah, uh, anybody, uh, you, you can look that up. And we'll be talking yeah. about all four of those on Wednesday night, which leaves us with nothing to talk about next weekend. So we might have a little bit of our best of the year type of show but also we're planning on maybe doing a movie review of end of the spider-verse so yeah. uh, which i loved uh, i'll spoil yes. it right now it was, it was so really good. good it was so good so we'll talk <laughs> about that good. as well uh but yeah uh like i said the regular podcast the normal weekly podcast will come out on wednesday and we'll be there for that and hopefully double a ron will be with us this week as well so yeah thanks everybody and we'll talk to you in a couple of days